It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning, hopefully got everything plowed out as uh, we get back to normal. I think all the schools are open. It's chart time at the shank of the day. We'll look at that. In fact, Jill has been on the, the board, what, uh, Thorpe, their virtual learning day? Yep, Thorpe School District has virtual learning Tuesday. Otherwise, everybody is looks like they're in back in session. Yep, that's what it looks like. All right, and uh, tell you, I was down in Madison over the weekend for two or three different things, and I thought, well, I think I'll go back about nine o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning, and beautiful drive, no problems at all. I wake up and find Black River Falls got what twenty inches of snow, Northfield got twenty two. I mean, there was some heavy snow. I didn't realize there was snow was that bad because I got up Sunday morning, or uh, I don't know, what was it? Yeah, yesterday morning, three or four inches. The pavement was wide open and clear. No problems in Eau Claire. I was oblivious to that storm. <laughs> yes, you were. It took me more than an hour to get up here yesterday morning. Yeah, that's too bad. And, of course, I didn't have my phone next to the bed, so they couldn't answer it and come in yesterday morning. But I didn't realize I was ignorant. I didn't realize that the storm was that bad through there so my fault but uh hopefully everybody got everything underway and got their yards cleaned out or process of watching it melt now and uh, it will 51 today but uh how the little cavies do they actually come through it pretty well I, they were packed in the buildings but yesterday we did go out with a bale grinder and we ground up four bales for the cows mostly to lay in the calves were laying in it I think they get tired because they stand so much because they don't want to lay down in the snow. Yeah, and so hopefully uh, hopefully that's the last one of the season. But as I've always said, the middle of April is prime for huge storms. Many, many times we've uh, gotten them, and we got one on Sunday into Monday. So hopefully that's the end of it, but we never say never here in Wisconsin. We'll take a look at the weather forecast as well as the farm news, a big day over in River Falls. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more on a Tuesday morning here at Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, that snow, it doesn't melt off. It'll wash off here in a couple days. Partly sunny, high, low 50s today. Then a chance of rain on Wednesday and Thursday. Tomorrow's high, only 43, but on Thursday, 53 with the rain. And partly sunny on Friday, 49, only 42 on Saturday, 47 on Sunday. So no more 80-degree weather for a day or two. I like last week better than this week already, no question about it. Right now, it's 29 degrees here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. And what's happening? NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. The White House says President Biden has spoken with a black teenager who was shot last week when he rang the wrong doorbell in Kansas City, Missouri. Here's Chris Caraggio. In their conversation, Biden wished 16-year-old Ralph Yarl a speedy recovery. Prosecutors announced Monday that a white man in his 80s will face two felony charges, including first-degree assault. They also noted that there's a racial component to the case. Last week, Yarl went to pick up his siblings in Kansas City, but mistakenly went to the wrong house. After a hospital stay, he is now recovering at home. 
I'm Chris Caraggio. The mayor of Akron, Ohio, is asking for peace after a grand jury decided not to bring charges against police officers involved in the shooting death of Jalen Walker. Dan Horrigan asked for all demonstrations to be civil. The city will work to keep everyone safe during any demonstration, and that means those protesting, bystanders, the traveling public, our police department, and beyond. The shooting happened last June when eight officers, seven of them white, were involved in shooting an unarmed walker who was black. Protests erupted all over the country after Walker's death last summer. Classes today at Akron Public Schools have been canceled. Police are on heightened alert. The Defense Department still assessing the scope and scale of the recent leak of classified documents. Deputy Pentagon Press Secretary Sabrina Singh told reporters Monday that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered a comprehensive review of measures taken to protect classified information. The recommendations are due in 45 days. Your taxes are due today, but if you haven't even started or you're not finished, there's still hope. If you're in a crunch, you need to file for an extension. The key thing to keep in mind is you need to file that extension today. If you file for an extension, you need to file Form 4868 on irs.gov. It gives you an automatic extension for six more months. However, if you owe the government money, that needs to be in the mail by midnight tonight. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Certainly not a week weather-wise this week like we had last week as folks around Black River, Nielsville, Northfield, uh, you know where you are, trying to get out from under an awful heavy snowfall. But uh, hang in there. It'll leave us pretty soon. Partly sunny, 51 today. Down to 29 overnight. Chance of rain both Wednesday and Thursday. Low 40s tomorrow, low 50s on Thursday. Partly sunny, about 49 on Friday. And over the weekend, it's still going to be in the 40s. Partly cloudy to partly sunny on Saturday and Sunday. 31 in Rice Lake right now. 28 in Medford and Marshfield. 33 in Wausau. Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie also checked in about 33 this morning. Milwaukee's 35 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area right now. Not bad, 29 degrees. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to those markets, courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, where are we at with the livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 173 to 186, with mixed at 140 to 172. Choice fed beef heifers are 172 to 184, with mixed at 144 to 171. Choice fed Holstein steers are 136 to 149, with select and silage fed steers 92 to 135. Cows are 80 to 98, with a top of 119. Bulls are 91 to 115. Butcher hogs are 41 to 76. Sows are 31 to 35, with boars at 15 to 19 and a half. Shorn market lambs are 140 to 150. Unshorn market lambs are 145 to 170. And feeder lambs are 150 to 260. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle prices remain strong. Also, hogs were also up yesterday. April live cattle closed a dollar higher, 175.75. June up a dollar 15 at 164.87. August up a dollar seven at one sixty three seventy seven. October up a dollar twenty at one sixty seven eighty. Feeder cattle higher. April two hundred five fifty five up two fifteen. May two ten seventy five up two eighty five. August two twenty five thirty five up a dollar forty. September two twenty eight sixty seven. That was up a dollar seven. October two hundred thirty dollars and ninety cents. That was up ninety five. Hogs, as we said, also higher. April closed seventy one eighty seven up twelve. May hogs eighty one dollars even up fifty five. 
June 88.17, up 130, and uh, July hogs, 90.47, up 82. Board of Trade was also higher. Some uh, corn sales to China and other places, also some tighter soybean supplies. Overnight, July corn up 2 cents, 6.45. The oats at 3.40. July wheat up 2 to 3 cents at 7.12. July soybeans up 13 cents, sitting at 14.98 this morning. Meal up $4.10 a ton at $466.80. Barrel cheese unchanged in the trade yesterday, 151 and one quarter. Blocks down a penny, 176 and a half. The butter up two and a half, 235 and a quarter. Class three prices, the April was up one at 1863. Then prices went south. May down 22 at 1747. June down 16 at 1783. July down 11, 1842. And August down six. At eighteen ninety seven, and that's the way the markets look this morning, courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance. Speaking of markets, Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got farm news to take a look at. How big is that crop in Argentina? Nobody's really quite sure with the ongoing drought that is going on in South America, especially in Argentina, and what will be the effects going forward? Well, what second is it? 12 minutes and 15 seconds after 5 o'clock. We've got some farm news to take a look at, that drought, what uh, DATCAP is doing with the meat industry, and what's happening with meat. We'll talk about it. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 13 minutes after 5 o'clock again. 29 degrees right now. Partly sunny today. High is going to be about 51 degrees. That's probably one of the warm temperatures we're going to have all week as we have sunshine today, some of it, and rain Wednesday and Thursday, it looks like. So uh, we'll melt some of that snow, wash it away with the rain. But in the meantime... Some of the news in agriculture, I know they could use some rain in South America. Jill, tell us about that. As the drought continues to damage Argentina's corn crop, world corn production is estimated to decrease. Argentina's corn crop is estimated to decrease another 3 million tons to 37 million tons, which is 12.5 million tons below last year. The global corn balance sheet is also adjusted with world-ending stocks in all categories down. And corn stocks decreased by 1.1 million tons. And that's down 11.6 million tons from last year's amount. Corn price per bushel is expected to remain at $6.60 at the end of the season. And last week, the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection announced applicant numbers for the 2023 Meat Producer Infrastructure Grant Program. Goals for the grant program are to grow and improve the business's potential for long-term survival and ability to bring in profits for an extended period of time. Seventy meat processors submitted applications asking for more than $2.8 million from the state-funded grant program. But the problem is, well, not a problem, it's just that's the way it is. There's only $200,000 available this year for the applicants with a maximum grant of $50,000 for each project. DATCAP is reviewing the grant applications and will announce recipients soon. And we're going to take a look at the choice beef cutout value. And that was $7.30 higher last week, according to data collected by DATCAP for the weekly livestock market update. Supply chain costs as a whole are also increasing. 
starting with increased costs for cow-calf producers, to higher feeder cattle and feed costs for feed operators, and finally to higher cattle prices and operating costs for packers. Wholesale distributors will be passing those extra costs down to retailers, and in turn, retailers are likely to raise in-store beef prices. Fewer cattle were harvested last week, 48,000 less than the week before, and 62,000 fewer than the same week last year, and that make the numbers to be estimated at 602,000 head. Northern Northern fed cattle supply is tight, with most of the fall place cattle in the south already marketed. The fed cattle supply is getting smaller, but has not reached the low levels that are predicted. And today is UW River Falls Ag Day on Campus event, which, make this note, has been moved to the Riverview Ballroom in the University Center. Opening ceremonies start at 9.30 a.m. with many different activities going all day long and wrapping up at, with, at 7 o'clock with a musical entertainment by the Peterson Farm Brothers from Kansas. This event intends to grow connections between agriculture and consumers. And the Peterson Brothers, a great entertainment brothers that started singing together, and boy, they're in demand all over the country. They'll also, over the River Falls, have a dinner featuring Wisconsin-grown foods. That's 5 o'clock in the Ag Science Hall. That meal is free and open to everyone who's involved in the day. So again, it's an all-day Ag Day at the campus put on by the UW River Falls Collegiate Farm Bureau chapter. So this is uh, something they've been doing for a few years now, and uh, it's a good way to, well, get people involved in what agriculture is all about, and there's a lot to agriculture, that's for sure. 17 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. Thank you, Jill. We got any calendar items that are uh, anything going on uh, this week? I know we're not. Uh, we'll have an update on the uh, crop progress tomorrow as far as planting, nothing happening in our part of the country, of course. But uh, down south, they're starting to get the corn in the ground. Uh, I believe it's about 7 or 8% now, but we'll get those numbers and pass those along. So we got time for meetings. Yeah, the Central Wisconsin Forage Council is having their cow chow educational seminar. That's today at the Loyal City Hall, and the registration starts at 10 o'clock with speakers st- beginning at 10.30. And you were supposed to pre-register, so hopefully you did. Yeah, and Otherwise, bring your packed lunch because they don't have a lunch for you. <laughs> Alright, and hopefully maybe bring your shovel. Help them shovel out the driveway <laughs> in the parking lot because uh, a lot of snow fell through there because I know the Loyal Schools were closed yesterday as well. So, again, the uh, meeting season is drawing to a close as we get closer and closer to field work, even though in some areas it certainly doesn't look like it with all the snow that fell. As we said, I think Northfield was the champion, <laughs> quote-unquote, about 22 inches. Black River Falls had over 19. I think Nielsville had 19 or 20 and across that whole belt. How much you figure you had down around Osseo? I think it was between 12 and 15 inches. All right. So I know of- I got a good workout with my calves and walking through that snow again, man. Yep. Oh, man. I know it. That's what snowshoes are a wonderful thing to have. That's for sure. But hopefully you don't need them in the middle of April. And also, as you heard on the news, it is tax day today. So get your taxes in. I got mine done yesterday. What a good feeling that is. So, again, now, although when you got to write a check, it's not all that good a feeling. But uh, life goes on. The snow will melt. The tax day will pass. And the sun will come out. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. What's up next? How about an update on Wisconsin Farm Technology Days? We'll hear 
about that show, which will be coming up uh, later in July down around the Baraboo area. We'll do that next, right here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we are thrilled to already be looking forward to the 2023 Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. A little bit different than what you may have seen in the past, but boy, it's offering an awful lot of new elements that could intrigue you and your family to attend. Arnie Jennerman is the general manager of uh, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. Now, let's go back a little bit, Arnie, for those people that don't religiously watch the trends in the show. Explain why 2023 is just a little bit of a different twist to the show. Well, one of the challenges, uh, you recall, we, we're about three years ahead finding sites for the show. Three years ago, we thought the world was coming to an end <laughs> with COVID. And so at that time, it was really hard to get counties yeah. to commit to, to do the show. And so uh, we were fortunate the folks at the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club stepped up, and they've been great partners, and they have a great facility there. In fact, they're clearing some extra land for us. Oh, beautiful. So uh, we think that site will really be a great uh, location for the show. Uh, we've really had some pretty good response from exhibitors. We're really on track with exhibitors signing up for the show. Uh, we think uh, it's kind of a central location, so mm-hmm. that should really be a plus. Uh, lots of other attractions in that area. Yeah. Uh, but book your motels early because they do fill up in that Dells area. Uh, we're still looking for volunteers, but we've had a good response uh, from volunteers in the area as well. So we'll have the, the usual suspects of the horses and the, uh, the beef. Uh, one of the things we're going to have in, uh, you know, we're looking for a really blowout uh, exhibit on the heritage side because the club, of course, wants yep. to show their, their, uh, their wares there. So, uh, so that should be a lot of fun. They're going to run some of their uh, shingle mill and some of those yeah. other exhibits. And then we also uh, are doing some tours around the area to sites in the area. We've got about six tours lined up to go off-site. There's really a lot of uh, interesting ag-related ag businesses in that part mm-hmm. of the state. So as with all of our shows, there's a lot to see in the local area. And we really like to feature what's going on in the local area. You know, Wisconsin agriculture is so diverse. Let's talk a little bit about those volunteers. It's hard. It's been very hard since the pandemic to get volunteers in mass like is necessary for Farm Technology Days. You've got a little bit of a carrot at the end of the stick this year to try to get those volunteers involved. Yes, we've got some. Uh, there's money. <laughs> so so if uh, volunteer organization, organizations, charitable organizations can produce volunteers, and they are doing that, we'll basically pay for the hours they provide. Uh, we'll pay the organization. So it's really an opportunity for Boy Scout troops, FFA, FFA alumni, um, and other organizations, church groups to participate. We're still looking for some volunteers. We've had some really good response, but we always can use more. And so, uh, especially parking and some of those areas, we're still looking for volunteers. Uh, You can go on our website, sign up, uh, or email us. so uh, happy to have those folks, but we are getting some good response. It'll be fun. You get a T-shirt, you get a get a, a meal voucher, you get to come to the show, and you get to work with some great people. That's for sure. So, Every show you get to work with great people. Now, you mentioned you get a food voucher. That's a little different yeah. this year, and I think it's kind of a cool spin on keeping people smiling. Tell them about that one. So this year we're doing food trucks, and so there's a lot of variety. And, of course, um, if you've been to... Uh, you know, Dairy Expo in Madison, they do food trucks. If you've been to the, uh, on the square down there, food truck, Wisconsin is just blessed 
yeah. with a lot of food truck trucks and, and themed food trucks. So we'll, of course, have the beef producers there and the pork producers. Right. Uh, we we want to invite them, and they're going to be there. But we're going to have some interesting uh, interesting other selections. So um, so we should be able to, your, your family may each go to a different food truck, but we'll have something for everybody. That's good. That's <laughs> and, good. And so we, we really... Uh, uh, we're really looking forward to that. We think that's a good opportunity for us, and and really some bringing some uh, interesting selection diversity sure. to the to the uh, show as well. Now, one thing that is there's trade offs whenever you have to move to shall we say a neutral position where there's not an associated farm, Arnie, and one of those is field demos. Uh, maybe explain to people a little bit. They're going to say, "Well, wait a minute. You said you've got grounds. Well, it's a little different situation." Yeah. So in. Uh, Clark County last year we had field demos and they did a great job. The year before we did them on Eau Claire, uh, we just didn't have the opportunity up there. Part of it was the availability of equipment. Yeah. Uh, manufacturers just didn't have equipment. Uh, in Baraboo we don't have field demos. We do have ride and drives. And uh, they even have an area called the sand pit there. So uh, so we've got ride and drives for skid steers and, and the other equipment. So you can actually get on and drive them. We're also looking at having vendors do some side-by-side comparisons of equipment. Sure. So uh, we are having that opportunity. And it's really part of what the field demos are is shopping where you can compare a piece of equipment and go talk to the other vendor. Yeah. And, and, you know, this this vendor told me this. Do you have that? Or how do you do that? So we're still having those opportunities on the grounds there in Baraboo so you can do the comparison shopping. We just don't have the, the normal field demos where um, we're running choppers yeah. and mergers. Yeah. Uh, but we think we'll uh, we think we'll still have it covered. We think we'll still have a lot to see there. Yeah. Uh, yeah we have uh, some great demonstrations of technology. For example, if you uh, uh, if you have sheep or goats, we've got invisible fence. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, I think that's got a lot of applicability for rotational grazing. Yeah, right. If you don't want to put a you know, partition fence <laughs> yeah. in your pasture. You can sure. you know, be there with your cell phone right. and Move tell the, tell the cattle where they can and can't go. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll still have that. We'll have drones, and so we'll have a lot of technology, a lot to see as we always do at the show. Now let's talk a little bit about some of the other staples. Uh, usually, there's a educational tent. There's the youth tent. Uh, not I, how many daily performances? I mean, some of those other staples, Arnie. Are they still? There. We'll, we'll have them. The REC, the real, real tent, will have a stage, and we'll have. Uh, it's pretty full schedule already. Good for that uh, for that uh, venue. We also have the Ho Chunk Nation okay. participating, and Good. of course that's Very you know cool. that's their area, and uh, so we'll have that flavor as well at the show, which we're really delighted to, to see see that. Yeah. yeah. So there's there'll be a lot to see at the show. Um, we are running trams inside the grounds. Oh, good. So people will be able to hop on, hop off. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I get my, tired. My, yeah, my, <laughs> my legs don't carry me through the whole show like they used to. So we're trying to accommodate that. And, and part of that also helps to make sure visitors get to see all the exhibits. That's you know, true. Yeah. Our, our show is usually so big that by... <laughs> One in the afternoon, you're you're starting to think about where's my car. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Absolutely. so we hope the way the, the grounds are laid out, it'll be actually uh, better for people seeing the whole show. Good, excellent. Arnie Jennerman, along with us, if you're just joining us, General Manager of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. Again, the show this year, July 18th through the 20th, at the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club Grounds. That's kind of between Wisconsin Dells, Baraboo, Reedsburg, uh, a Baraboo address. And you can find more at com. Let's talk about the business side of things, Arnie, because you are in charge of the books. You've got to pay attention 
and report back to the board your greatest concern about a show like this. I mean, this is on the back of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. No county front money, that type of thing. People need to understand that that from your perspective, it's got a different look you've got to manage. Oh, it's very, very true, Pam. Uh, we're putting the money out up front in this particular case. So um, it, it bears some more additional risk for us. Uh, realize that most of the shows around the country are of this nature. Way, yeah. uh, we've been the exception where we travel around the state and do shows in counties. And uh, we still love to do that. Yes. So we're still looking for right. counties for future years. Uh, I'm still meeting with counties to have future shows. So we'd love to have counties in the schedule mm-hmm. uh, because getting around the state is really a great feature yes. of our show. Right. But um, yes, it is a different model as far as the risks we're taking with the show. And, of course, we always have the weather risks, which yeah, every yeah. show has. But uh, we think it'll work. Uh, we've gone through the numbers, and uh, I say we're getting a good response from exhibitors, and we get people to come to the show, which we think we've got a lot to offer. We should do fine. And, again, that's Arnie Gentleman, Wisconsin Farm Tech Days Update. And, again, while this is down the Baraboo area, it's not a county show. It's a Farm Technology Days show. Last year, Clark County. Next year, Chippewa County. This year, no county is involved. So, again, a little different structure, a little different format for that show. So it'll be interesting as we go forward. And I haven't heard yet if there's a county that has stepped up for 2025. So definitely challenges on the horizon for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Well, let's find out the markets are still doing well. Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock over there in Withy next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Premier Livestock in with you and talk to Rocky. And uh, like me, Rocky, I didn't realize there was that much snow. It kind of sneaked up on you, too, huh? Oh, I mean, they were predicting 10. I think I went to bed that night at 11 o'clock, and there was maybe an inch and a half or two on the ground. And I thought, well, we ain't going to get that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had 20 (laughs) inches. It was just unbelievable. Um, I know a lot of schools were closed, but you did you you operated, didn't you? We, we just we started late. Okay, um, we were we were considering it though. It was a little overwhelming, but uh, yeah, there hey, we had, a, boy, what still a, had a nice run. What a belt of snow that went through that area. That is for sure. Well, in spite of the snow, as you said, you started late, but it uh, had a sale. Did the buyers get there? That's the question. Yep, they uh, all made it in. Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this uh, yesterday's auction, like I uh, said, a uh, little lighter run, but still had 750 head yesterday. Uh, despite the snow, uh, markets were uh, relatively strong all the way through yesterday. High-yielding cows from 88 to a dollar eight. Most cows 72 to 87. Market bulls strong. High-yielding from a dollar five to a dollar twenty. Uh, we sold the organic cows mostly from a dollar five to a dollar forty-seven. Fed cattle traded strong. High yielding Holstein fed steers from a dollar forty to a dollar fifty seven. Low choice and selects one twenty seven to one thirty seven. Choice B steers and heifers up to one sixty eight. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly from one fifty to three twenty five per head. Your beef calves one seventy five to five fifty five. Today Tuesday we got our special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction. We're expecting eight hundred to a thousand head of feeder cattle. Uh, also have a really nice run of some bred beef cows with some very nice quality cows. 
we uh, do. If you are bringing bred beef cows, you do need to have them in by 9 o'clock a.m. for preg checks. Full listing of feeder consignments on our website. Uh, then tomorrow, Wednesday, we got our hay auction at 9.30. Then we got a big dairy cattle auction. That's going to get underway tomorrow at 11 a.m. we got three herd dispersals. Uh, herd number one, we got 85 Holstein Red Holsteins, 80-pound average, 175 cell count, 50 years of AI breeding. Uh, tie stall, free stall, herd number two, 30 Holstein Red Holstein tie stall cows, 70-pound average, 4-2 butterfat, 110 cell count, 38 years of AI breeding. Herd three, we got 25 Holstein Red Holstein Fleck V Jersey Cross and lineback cows, uh, tie stall into the 98 cell count. Two registered Holstein bulls, we got a Holstein Red Holstein plus some fancy springing heifers. Uh, we got 15 red Holstein heifers, bred red Holstein. Lots more info on the website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. And that's how it shaped up, Bob. But the driveway and the parking lot's all plowed. We're ready to go now. We're, we're good. We did we did have a couple of local freestall barns that did collapse yesterday. Yeah, so that that's pretty, pretty unfortunate. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not, and they're still trying to figure out. You and I were talking about that eighteen thousand cow dairy in Texas that burned last week. They still haven't figured out what caused it. Yeah, I heard it was under investigation. Yeah, but yeah that's a bad deal. Yeah, it really is. So we'll see how that affects the marketplace in the future too. All right, sir. We'll talk to you in the morning. Have a good one, Bob. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. Well. It, <laughs> A lot of folks got a lot of snow, as you know, and as we've been talking about. Let's find out uh, what's ahead, because Mike Dandria joins us, courtesy of Chilson Automotive Group. Mike, over there at Skywarn 13, and I know you for morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, Bob. And I know you guys forecasted an awful lot of snow, but man, oh man, I think it, when it comes in the middle of April like that, it still surprises a lot of people when you talk... Four to eight, four to ten. It's hard to predict 20 inches of snow. Yeah, especially when the ground temperature, I mean, our four-inch soil temperatures were into the mid-50s. So a lot of that would normally melt on contact. But when it comes down at such a heavy rate like that for such a prolonged period, well, that's when it starts to accumulate. And that's why initially we had those really wide ranges where it was some places two to ten inches potentially just because there were so many unknowns. That were associated. I saw Northfield was one of the winners, but uh, was that the the most in our area? Uh, There were some places. Northfield was one. Nielsville was another one that had, uh, I believe, 23 inches. Black River Falls, 22 inches. (laughs) Yeah, so it was. Stanley was up there, too. And at some point yesterday morning, Loyal was at 17. So that's just that just goes to show how much snow we got. And, man, I'm telling you, to move it, that's not light snow either. No, that's, uh, what do they call it, heart attack snow, where, well, you know, so. shoveling that, it, it's just, it's a lot of strain on you, so. It really is. But that, hopefully, is behind us, and about every five years we get one of these mid-April blasts, but hopefully it's behind us now, although the rest of this week is no bargain. Right, yeah, we'll have sunshine today, as this is kind of our a bit of a break, as we'll get into the upper 40s and low 50s, but later on tonight, some clouds will start to roll back in, eventually leading to chances at some showers, storms, and further up north, maybe some mixed precipitation, but it'll be breezy, and our highs only climbing to the mid-40s. Now, tomorrow afternoon, we may get a little bit of a break from the showers and storms until tomorrow night. And another round of showers and storms moves through, taking us into Thursday morning, into the afternoon as well. And then by Friday, 
maybe a few more lingering showers hanging around. But things should dry out by Saturday afternoon as highs are a little cooler, only into the low 40s, barely escaping the 30s, actually. And for Sunday, we start to warm things up. We'll have the return of sunshine, get back into the upper 40s. And for Monday, a little bit more of the same, more sunshine and back into the low 50s. But right now, we have a mainly clear sky and a temperature of 29 degrees in Eau Claire. And the convertible stays in the garage for another week. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend taking it out, but hey, you know, different strokes, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be real different strokes, that's for sure. No kidding. Uh, All right, see you later, Mike. You bet. Have a good one. All right, Mike Dandria in the weather room and our Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Check out the great selection of new Rams at ChilsonMotors.com. I bet you wish you'd had a a ram to get through all that snow yesterday, that's for sure. But uh, Chilson's got them, the ram pickups. Hey, let's get into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is there. A little snow bunny. Did you get out and enjoy it? No, but I will take ownership of it. If anybody wants somebody to blame, on Friday, I made the colossal mistake of taking my winter coat and trying to put it away. Did you really? I did. And so I have a feeling it's my fault that all the snow came. That was a rookie move. I've lived in Wisconsin Uh, most of my life. It was a rookie mistake. Oh, I know. Never till after, oh, about April 20th or so. Because I I just, that April 12th, 15th to the 15th, 16th, 17th, stuff like that. It's always about every three or four or five years, you just get blasted. My new rule is fishing opener. That's when I put my winter <laughs> coat away, when we start dropping line in the lakes. Well, that's when you might need it, because I, I'm not a fisherman. <laughs> I talk to guys, yeah, I was fishing, but I had snow in the islets on my rod, so yeah. maybe we're not finished with it yet. You're, well, you're the fish fisherman, is certainly cold and fresh when you pull yeah, them out at that right. temp, I can tell you that. That's right, that is for <laughs> sure. Well, what else is going on? Well, away from the weather, of course, which always gives us plenty to talk about, so does politics, and we'll begin there. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Familiar name to our area could have more insight into what a ticket will look like. Western Wisconsin's Republican congressman looking to be gearing up for a run for U.S. Senate. Congressman Tom Tiffany this week buying two website domain names for a potential run against Tammy Baldwin. Now, Tiffany is in a second term in Congress. Before that, he spent six years at the Wisconsin Capitol. No declared Republican candidates yet, though there is a long list of people who may want to get into that race. Wisconsin's Democrat U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin, seen as a tough opponent, on the other side of the ticket this year, but of course she did announce last week that she does have plans to run again. While we look at some other uh, issues around the state, we'll look at lawmakers today and free cheese. Now, Wisconsin lawmakers are looking to end the state's requirement that state tourism officials give away cheese. This is a thing, and it's a plan that's up for a vote in the state assembly today. It would change the state law that requires the Department of Tourism to hand out cheese at Wisconsin's tourist information centers. The state no longer operates those centers. The proposal would also repeal the requirement that Wisconsin features its famous citizens in state tourism ads. Looking into some other headlines, if you have a future educator in your family, there's a new plan that makes it possibly easier to get into the classroom. The latest push to get more teachers into Wisconsin classrooms comes with a $9,000 price tag. School Choice Wisconsin and Concordia University, that's in West Dallas, announced a new teaching and learning academy. It's just a year and a half long program designed to help people who already have bachelor's degrees become teachers at private and choice schools. You can find more information online, 715newsroom.com.
And it seems that they reached their goal, so the kiddos might get a chance to kick at those goals this weekend. Of course, Mother Nature has to cooperate, too, but if all goes well in the weather department, Eau Claire says its soccer fields will be ready for this Saturday's opening. That was, of course, after they had to get to work and reformat some of the fields because somebody drove through those last week. The ruts are being repaired, and uh, Recreation Manager Patrick Newkirk says as long as there isn't too much rain or snow as we know often happens. He does expect that opener to be played this weekend. And we take a shot and head back to the barn. Our goal there, to land back with Bob Bolsel, Joe Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Well, they caught whoever drove through those fields. I'd like to catch some of those guys doing that. That part I don't know. But, yeah, what a waste of time. They had to get back in there, and they had to make sure that the field would be ready and lay new sod and stuff, which sure. is really the holdup. But, yeah, they're hoping that the kiddos can get out there and play this weekend. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, former Governor Walker, is he talking about running against Tammy Baldwin? See, that I haven't heard. Um, there are some Republican rumblings now, obviously, Tiffany leading the list from our area familiar name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing from the Walker camp officially or otherwise. But I think the list of Republican candidates is long right now. And so, of course, from that, it always is long at the beginning. Oh, and yeah. Then it's who drops off fast as you get closer to making that ticket official. Boy, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, boy, more political ads. Hey, I didn't make them. I just report them. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. Morgan McCarthy uh, in the newsroom this morning as we're sneaking up on 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We do have markets coming up, but uh, we're going to check some of our calendar items, too. That's coming up on Wax. Sponsored by Northside Elevator. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. In Northside Elevator, cash corn price in Loyal is at six thirty eight with soybeans at fourteen seventy five. And in Arcadia, the cash corn price is at six thirty four with soybeans at fourteen eighty. And a little look at things happening kind of around our area if you want to venture down to Black River Falls their cranberry growers are having their spring mini clinic tomorrow from 11 or 9 to 11 a.m. you can do it uh live stream it which you know is not really popular in my world but you can go down to the Wisconsin Cranberry Research Station in Black River Falls and that's the in-person location learn some more things about cranberries and Auburndale is having their tractor parade April 21st, so that's Friday, and that will start at 8 o'clock. And it looks like it's uh, should be done by 9 o'clock, and their students can drive their tractors to school and have the annual tractor day parade at the Auburndale High School. Now, don't they have that as kind of a day for that they dedicate to an individual person or an individual cause or Something like that. I know it's very popular over there in the Auburndale area. This year, the theme is Tracks for Bracks. All the money raised for the parade sponsorships, T-shirts, and brats goes to Braxton and his family. And they have a goal to raise over $10,000. Well, get over there to Auburndale then this Friday and help them raise that money for Braxton. Good stuff. All right. Anything else going on here in the next uh, few days? Well, it's a little bit lighter, All but... Right. Uh, yeah, we're getting to the end of the meeting season. But again, a reminder, as the June dairy breakfast season comes along, if you got one coming up in your county, send us the information. We'll 
we'll track it down on, on Facebook and other places, but I like to I like to get it from the local people as well of the the county dairy breakfast, where they're gonna be, what the date is and all those sorts of things. Just uh waxbob at gmail dot com is the email you can send it to. That's W A X X Bob at Gmail dot com as we uh, get well it's almost the uh, middle of well it is the middle of april and getting close to the end of the month and then may and then all of a sudden it's june uh, dairy month and uh well, we usually start off with the mayor's breakfast in marshfield so we'll get the dates and activities of uh, dairy fest weekend in marshfield and that kind of kicks things off as we get into the dairy breakfast season always a great time of the year Fourteen minutes now before six o'clock. We'll catch up with some markets. That's next here on Wax. Wax one oh four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. It's fourteen minutes before six o'clock. And before we head on down and look at some markets, I had one more delay show up. Alma Center, Humbird, Lincoln, Maryland School District is delayed two hours today. And Thorpe School District is having a virtual learning day. And we're going to head on over to Sparta Equity and hear from Hot Eman. Fed cattle selling steady today with the higher than choice beef sears and heifers 173 to 182. The choice and select beef sears and heifers 158 to 172. The beef and dairy cross steers 150 to 170. The higher than choice Holstein steers 147 to 155. The choice and select Holstein steers 136 to 146 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers 135 and down. Cow market steady. The high yielding cows bring in 95 to 110. The cutters and utilities 79 and 94 with the low yielding and canner cows 78 cents and down. Organic market today with the results from the April 17th sale. With the high yielding organic cows 145 to 160. The thin and small organic cows 119 to 144 with the organic steers and heifers 150 to 175. Bull market steady in most bulls bringing 95 to 110 with the thin Full and bulls over a ton discounted at 94 cents and down. Calves today sold by the pound with a steady market. With the quality Holstein bull calves bringing 150 to $3. The quality Holstein heifer calves, 80 to 180 The quality beef calves, $3 to 450 With a light and pork quality calves, 10 to $0.80 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday, April 19th, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut Eamon at Equity Lives in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Farm Report. That's about 10 minutes before 6 o'clock, and let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Check in with uh, Jerry Fitzgerald. Did you get a foot? Jerry, what'd you get? Uh, good morning to you, Bob and Jill. No, we did not get a foot where I live right here in south, south central Marathon County. Uh, it's hard to say. There's some places where the lawn is bare this morning. Uh, the, the gravel driveway is bare. I mean, some of that melted yesterday. I would say, uh, I don't know, four to six, somewhere in there. Hard to measure because it blow, so much of it blowed around yesterday. So it really, but we did not get nearly, nearly the, <laughs> the, uh, two feet, close to two feet where some places got. So it was, uh, but kind of, uh, depending upon where you were, but the way it looks, uh, you know, kind of even Highway 97 west, uh, between there and Highway, uh, 73, it looks like a big long band right there, about a 50, 60 mile stretch. So that's where they got the big stuff. So. Yeah, and they got some big stuff. That's for sure. Well, uh, evidently it didn't slow the market down. How'd we do yesterday? 
Well, markets continue to be very strong, and Bob will tell the folks about that. Again, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from yesterday, Monday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the cow market. Uh, conventional cows continue to be fully steady. Uh, most of the high-yielding, fleshy cows yesterday selling from 93 up to $1.04. Uh, most of the cows yesterday selling between 72 and 92 Thinner cows, lighter carcass, plain cows, $70 and below. Uh, we'll sell organics this morning. Uh, bulls yesterday, better quality bulls are selling from a dollar to a dollar fifteen. Lighter weight bulls are below ninety. Calves very strong yesterday. Like I said last week, folks, make sure you know what your calves are worth when you're selling them. These good ninety to one hundred and thirty pound Holstein bull calves yesterday from one seventy five to three seventy five, topping at four hundred. Now these are Holsteins, folks. Uh, and of course, the lighter, uh, lesser, you know, quality light calves, those are a dollar and below. Uh, limited demand on the heifer calves yesterday as compared to last week, $50 and below. And again, your beef calves, very strong yesterday, 275 to 525. Fancy black calves yesterday, folks, to 550. So calves continue to be very strong. Markets are looking very good, and we'll get Tuesday today here at Stratford. We start at 10 o'clock with the hay and bedding auction. Dairy auction today. we got a big dairy sale here at Stratford today. Complete herd dispersal. Approximately 150 cows and springing heifers. Uh, a TMR-fed herd. They're on monthly health. Uh, Dry cows are dry treated, uh, all AI bred herds. So, folks, if you're looking for some good replacement cows, again, a large herd like yours, there's going to be cows in there for everybody's budget. So that will be at 11 o'clock for our dairy auction today, and that will be followed by the market auction. Like I said, we also sell organic cows today along with the conventional cows. And uh, our next feeder cattle sale uh, will be tomorrow. We all have some fancy cementals already consigned for that. So a busy week continues. And, uh, Bob, before I sign off here for this morning, I want to uh, just pay tribute to a fine, fine man that uh, left us uh, over the weekend, Mr. Jerry Nikolai from Roselleville, well-known uh, in this area, did great for his community, uh, for farming community. So we want to uh, remember Jerry. The funeral will be tomorrow. So um, I'm sure everybody in central Wisconsin uh, Knew of such a fine man that he was. So yeah, that and a fine family. Uh, Aaron traveled with us on some of our farm tours, but I know Jerry was a was a, a wonderful guy and a, a great person to have in your community. That's for sure. Well, you guys enjoy the day, and uh, well, the snow should melt today. Some of it, what five forty eight or something like that. Or? Yeah, about fifty one. So uh, partly sunny. It'll help, but uh, you know it's it's April. It won't last long. You enjoy it. We'll talk to you in the morning, Jer. Bob, just a reminder now, did you get your taxes done? Got them all done. Got them all signed, sealed, and delivered. And also, unfortunately, had to send a check along, too. So that's not a good thing. But <laughs> at least we got them done. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at Stratford. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the market brought to you by Synergy Co-op in the Ridgeland area. Board of Trade was higher yesterday. Some uh, corn sales were reported, also some tighter soybean supplies. And overnight, the July corn trade went up two cents at six forty-five. Oats up two at three forty. The wheat up two to three at seven ten. Soybeans up thirteen at fourteen ninety-eight. Soybean meal up four ten at four sixty-six eighty. Looking at our country elevator prices. 
Northside Elevator, Loyal Location, Corns at 638 with Beans at 1475. At the Arcadia Location, Corns at 634 with Soybeans at 1480. A Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville Location, Corns at 615 with Soybeans at 1453. On the DTM screen, Golden Plump, Corn Today, 633 a bushel. At Baldwin, 636 and 1470. Corn at Duran, 633. The beans, 1464. Mondovi and Elmwood, corn 638. Soybeans at Mondovi, 1470. Elmwood, 1475. Fall Creek, the corn is 628 with the beans, 1445. Osseo, 643 for the corn. Beans, 1475. Elk Mound, 615 on the corn, 1471 on the beans. Sparta, 623 and 1468. Ellsworth, 623 on the corn, 1444 on the beans. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville today, 655. Stanley, 635. New Richmond at 630. Barrel cheese unchanged, 151 and a quarter. Blocks down a penny, 176 and a half. Butter up two and a half cents, 235 and a quarter. April class three up one eighteen sixty three May up twenty two at seventeen forty seven June down sixteen at seventeen eighty three July down eleven at eighteen forty two and August down six at eighteen ninety seven. Once again, a quick check of our weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. New twenty twenty three Subaru Outbacks are now available at ChilsonMotors.com. Partly sunny today. High should be 51, then chance of rain on Wednesday and Thursday, about 29 degrees right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.